0: more of a personal one towards you this is our next question by the way, so uh what in your opinion makes Islam the true religion compared with all the other choices you can make? yeah, and like given like our example like like just like out of curiosity hundred percent curiosity um like what makes the directions you follow to submit to the professor the right ones
1: okay, uh if I were to Like, decide, like, am I really following the right instructions? Is Islam the true religion? There are a bunch of questions that I could ask that are completely valid. But to me, the three most fundamental questions are Does it believe in one God? Is there consistency and centrality of message in the religion? And is there validity to the Prophet? So, onto the first question about Does it believe in one God? I fully believe that even outside of religion someone can come to the conclusion that there is one god. Uh an example that I would use is sort of just the way that we look around the world and how we interact with each other showcases some type of unique value that we have like with human rights for example. Even though I as a citizen of the United States am following the laws and have the same have a certain set of rights I have the expectation that, and also the conviction within myself that someone else, even outside of this region that I'm in, even if they're not of the same nationality as me, still is able to be afforded these same rights, like the right to expression, the right to education, the right to happiness. Like the way that we came about human rights, it has to come from some unique value that we place on humanity, because I can't just say, all right, these are the rights that I believe I should have. So everyone else like, you know, should follow these rights, but then someone else is like, but in our culture, we have more emphasis on the family. So these should also be our rights and so on and so forth. You know, so the way that I think about it is that we give some sort of unique value to humanity, such that outside of the regions that we're in, even outside of the countries that we're a part of and the laws we follow, there is some still some baseline level of respect and rights that as a human, not as an American citizen, as an Italian citizen, as a Nigerian citizen or whatever, that we all are afforded this sort of basic human rights to our humanity shows that we do have some sort of value that can't be created by ourselves. And with the notion of just one God rather than several, as I said in the preview a little bit that You know, if there were multiple gods, there wouldn't be some way for them to reconcile on differences of opinion or differences of conviction. So just in case no one saw that you didn't, uh, whoever's watching this didn't see the preview. I gave the example of if one god wanted trees in the ocean and one god wanted trees on earth, how would they resolve this situation? The way that would work is either one of them would submit to the other and say, "Okay, fine, you know, we can have trees in the ocean or trees on land or they would end up fighting over it in in a way to sort of get what they want out of it. And so it's much more concise and reasonable to believe that there is only one God who has one central will, so that there isn't any discrepancies with multiple gods. And just from that first question alone of do they believe in one God, you get rid of a majority of religions that are being practiced in the world. And even to the extent that I would say you even get rid of Christianity in the running of this true religion status. The way, the reason why I say that is because of what I said earlier of the emphasis and almost deification of Jesus. Uh, peace be upon him. The way that you know the Trinity works, in my limited understanding. Obviously, I didn't go to Christian school or yeah, read yeah, the yeah. Bible in depth. But the way that I understand it is that you know a lot of Christians say stuff like. Jesus loves you, or Jesus will give you this, or Jesus bless me, or Jesus take the wheel uh, in a sense. <laughs> you know, they're, they're giving a lot of, of the rights of God to Jesus in a sense that Jesus has this power over them. And so the way that works that I understand it, is that either Jesus is the son of God or some sort of progeny of God, or Jesus is God himself just in a different form disregard um in refuting the point about jesus being the son of god if jesus is the son of god that would mean that jesus has some powers that god doesn't have that god gave to jesus and once you do that you get rid of god being one because if god has all these powers but he gives some Mm -hmm. of them to someone else then then you're essentially creating two gods Mm -hmm. uh to me that that doesn't seem any different from Let's say a pagan or polyistic belief, polytheistic belief that, oh, there was this one supreme God and he had children, and these children uh is the god of war, or this one's the god of thunder, and this one's the god of um harvest. Like we worship all of them because there's not one central being that has all of these characteristics, has power over all these things. And then with the point about Jesus being God in a different form i don't believe that and i refute that by thinking that if god took on a different form is that still god like if god decided that this water bottle for example is going to be god like i'm going to become this water bottle i'm going to give him give this water bottle powers like that takes away from god's centrality god's all-powerful and all of his many characteristics because he just took a different form in this water bottle, a form that is inferior, a form that is dependent. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Off of that tangent, back to the other questions. (laughs) Um, The second question was, is there consistency and centrality of the message in the religion? To me, no one can claim that they're somehow only God's chosen people, that at this specific time to this specific nation, God decided that they are deserving of revelation of knowledge to me, for a, religion, for a religion to be true, it has to have it has to show that people before them, that the ancestors that they had, that they were given some sort of same message. To me, uh, that is a good indicator of the Abrahamic religions, primarily because they trace back to previous prophets. In some other religions, there's only this one specific person that was given enlightenment or received the religion. And from then on, that's how people decide that that's the true religion without really caring about, all right, what about the people before? Did they get the same sort of type of message? And then on to the third question about the validity of the prophet. Uh, If you have the belief in one God and you have the belief in centrality of message, then the only difference, the only way to figure out the true religion is to find out which prophet, which of the most recent prophets in that chain of prophets is actually true. So in this case, in the way in my understanding between Islam and Judaism, they all they they both believe in the same God. They both had that same yeah. centrality message back to Abraham. It's just yeah. a difference of whether Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is actually a prophet. And was he a prophet sent to all nations? Because if let's say I have this phone for example, Even though it's still produced by Apple because it's an iPhone, Apple is obviously expecting me to use the newer models like the iPhone 11, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 14, rather than the iPhone 5, correct? So in a sense, the final question that I would ask in in these three questions is, do I believe that Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is an actual prophet? And I would say that I do believe that he's a prophet because of the qualities that he possessed of good character, as well as... The message that he brought forth, which was the Quran.
0: Yeah, I think I think like that's a fantastic response, and I think like something that can be taken away from like all of this, whether or not you believe in whatever religion, I think is is like the fact. I really enjoyed like your point about the inalienable human rights, and um, that's something you read about like in in John Locke's uh, Two Treaties uh, upon Government, um, and in anything in almost any Enlightenment period, because that's where that's where you begin begin to understand like kind of it's kind of like a conscious period where you begin to understand everything and and the fact that we have like an inalienable set of rights um means like that if you're born with them someone's had to be someone had to be someone had to have given them to you because if not it wasn't something that you were just learned of or or able to acquire it was something that was there from birth which must have been given by something else yeah also uh I really like the uh, the line of reasoning that you employed. You started at the uh, broadest statements, you know, okay, monotheism. And then from there, worked yourself up, which I think is something that can be applied with uh, all religions and not even just religion, just epistemology. Just Is this true? Is this not true? How do I know? How do I not know? Uh, so, yeah, Th- thank you for that. It was a great answer. Yeah, I like the deductive reasoning. Um, yes.